What is up, sports fans? Thanks for tuning in. My name is Fry, and I am the host of the Sports by Fry YouTube and podcast channels. Uh, another Sunday sit down. This is the first one we're doing in a while. We're not hungover. I can't remember the last time we uh, did a sit down not hungover. Welcome, JLo. Hi, mate. How are you? Yeah, good to not be hungover. Woke up bright and early this morning, so feeling peppy. Yeah, it's funny. I stayed up and watched a bit of the footy last night, yeah, but we I did still stay up late. still woke up at like eight o'clock. Still felt fresh, felt good. So excited! Big, uh, big week of sport coming up. We've got conference finals, obviously tip off in five hours or so with the Cavs and the Celtics, and then um, another round of footy. And of course, this time next week, we'll probably have a bit more of an idea as to who's going to be playing in the NBA finals as mm. well. Yeah. And hopefully we'll draft be uh, will be around the corner. I was going to say the, the lottery will be of uh, will have been held, and then hopefully we'll be able to be launching into another good week of uh, AFL Dream Team as well. Yeah, absolutely. Hopefully we can be launching in next week to uh, a bit of Denver Nuggets with the number one draft pick. Who will they take? Uh, I've got some bad news for you, my friend. Uh, they can't get the number one draft pick because the NBA lottery is rigged, so Cleveland will be getting that's it again. True. Yeah, that's true. It wouldn't surprise me. Imagine if how much of an uproar there would be if Cleveland won again. Cleveland won it. Oh, well, it would be fair. It's just the way it is. So I didn't realise this. Um, I think it was Brian Windhorst or someone. I was listening on Woj or Zach Lowe's podcast or something. Mm. When the Cavs got the number one pick and got Kyrie, yeah. they got it from like the eighth spot or yeah. something. I yeah. think it's where we are now. But there was a coin flip between them and New Orleans to determine who got that spot. Oh, wow. And I can't remember if they won or lost the coin flip, but whatever the result was, that mm. helped them get Kyrie. Mm. So, pretty crazy. There's, too many, there's just too many things that line up in a lot of these situations. I anyway, still just, yeah. I don't, discussion really, I don't another genuinely day. think it's rigged. I think it's just funny, you know. It, if someone's found out that it was, I'd be like, oh yeah, that actually makes yeah. sense. You know? Before the lottery happens on Tuesday night, I'm going to release my player rankings. So I've done, I think, three or four mock drafts, but um, I'm going to release my player rankings. So essentially who I think's top prospects. Um, and then I'm, I'm going to talk about the teams that obviously need to win the lottery the most. Who do you think needs to win the lottery the most? Uh, the Kings would, would, yeah, would actually, always uh, benefit from it. Yeah. Um, Brooklyn can't win it. Uh, yeah, I would say the Kings yeah. for me. Uh, Phoenix need a good big man. This is the year for it because I don't think any of those young big men that they have are actually any good. So They're in a pretty good spot. They are. To They've get a Brooklyn. decent big man, even if yeah, they don't true. get the number one pick. Yeah, there's what, three, four, five of them. Yeah, so, we can um, talk about that. And then obviously um, we'll talk a bit more about the footy and our Dream Team scores. So we've got a couple of footy pieces in the work for next week. Um, so... Yeah, let's get into it. All right, first things first. My Cleveland Cavaliers are playing the Boston Celtics in yeah five hours, three thirty tip off. Um, I in wrote Cleveland. No, it's in Boston. No, in Boston. I wrote my big uh, conference preview Saturday. Yeah, I posted that about this time yesterday. So check that out if you haven't already. But. I'm curious to see what are your thoughts uh, heading into the conference finals. Very interesting conference finals. Like we thought at the start of the year, all four of these teams would be here, but yeah. especially in the East, like they've gone through a bit of you know um, drama and injury turmoil. Yeah. Absolutely, they've had to um, overcome a lot of adversity for both teams to get here. So yeah, what are your thoughts on the East series? Firstly, um, it's, you're right. It's going to be really interesting because at the start of the year we did think they were going to be there, but we didn't think it was going to be this Cleveland Cavaliers team because let's be honest, it's 
over, it must be over like 50% totally different players. Get this, there's only four Boston Celtics that yeah. played in last year's conference finals yeah. against the Cavs on the Celtics team. Although and the Cavs was... are the ones that have had the major roster turnover, secondly, yeah. anyway. Yeah. So that's that's insane. Yeah. So, and then, of course, we expected Kyrie and Gordon Hayward to be playing. Yeah. And, you know, none of them are there. So it will be interesting. I see the Cavs doing it pretty easily. Like, as easily as a conference final can be. Yeah. Um, just because of the, the youth on Boston, even though they're playing fantastic and I really like them and Brad Stevens, I just can't see him beating this LeBron right now. Um, if it was them next year, possibly, yeah. and LeBron next year possibly, but this just not their year, obviously, because they lost kinda their sucks. two best players. Yeah, it kind of sucks that you've been robbed of what could have been like... Like, imagine if LeBron takes down... The Boston Celtics team with Kite, with even just one of the two. Yeah, yeah, that, that would be much that would have been a much better series to watch. LeBron Kyrie would have been awesome, but um, obviously it's not going to happen. So yeah, I, yeah, I, I can see. Who knows with Brad Stevens at the helm? He's he's that good. I, in my piece, I wrote said that he is the MVP of the playoffs because after yeah. watching the way that he coached, no, LeBron is coming, mate. Well, I don't know. He's, he's a close second. Think about it, though. Like, I yeah, totally agree. LeBron, yeah. Actually, I think I mentioned in the article, I was like, oh, sorry, LeBron, no offense. Like, in brackets or something. Yeah. But, yeah, like, Brad Stevens, he might, honestly, by the time next season begins, everyone might be like, oh, he's the best coach in the league. Mm. It would not surprise me. Especially yeah. if he hangs tough with Cleveland and they force it to six or seven. That could really just change a lot of people's opinions, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. I think it will go to six, um, the Boston Cavs. Series. Yeah, six is six seems like the popular consensus pick. I only, I um, guess, I say six because it's it is like a safe number. It seems like a gen- yeah. Um, generic. I, but if they Cavs won it in five, I would be not surprised at all. Just said, because the class. Of I think that um, Boston will come out firing game one. They'll win game one at home, and then LeBron will give them the gentleman's sweep. They're gonna have game one W, mm-hmm. and then four straight. I, I could see it going maybe the other way. Win, lose game one, win two, and then LeBron going for it. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah, fair enough. And then on the other side, the West is really the intriguing one. Oh, I guess there's intrigue in both. In there all is, the, yeah. Um, I'm really excited, to, just before you transition over, to see how Tatum and Brown look. Because yeah. Bill Simmons made a good point the other day. He's like, as the year's gone on, Tatum's just continually got better. And he's like, yeah, I guess do so. we have like, he's like, are we watching like the best rookie that Boston's had in like 30 or 40 years? Because even when they had um, Paul Pierce and stuff like that, like probably since Larry, yeah. but ever since when they had like Paul Pierce and that, like guys were good, but mm. Tatum's nine, 20 years he's old. Play, yeah, he's playing a hell of a season. I'm really excited to see how he goes up against LeBron because apparently yeah. he's the one who's going to be doing a lot of, um, well, Steven's probably smart enough to rotate like three or four dudes mm. through, but Tatum's been tabbed as like, oh yeah, it's going to be your job. LeBron. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, it will be interesting. He, it is a good point. He's fantastic. He he doesn't have any like glaring weaknesses, but he doesn't have any massive strengths, which is why I'm hesitant to sort of really jump on board with Tatum. But I think he's going to be a, a world-class number three option yeah, or like a, a, a very good number two option by the time it's all said and done, but I think he'll be the number three, Brown the number two, and then who you know Kyrie or Hayward will be the number one with the Celts. So, Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, here's a question for you. Gordon Hayward and Terry Rozier for Kawhi Leonard. Who says no? Um, no one, probably. 
although Hayward off that ankle, his trade value is is a lot lower. Let's be honest. Yep, um, that's a good point actually. So I think maybe the Spurs would say no, just because I think you could get a better offer for Kawhi, even though he is out the door. Like yep. he's still that good. There'll be so much competition to get him that the supply and demand works out fine. You yeah. Know? It's not like when Melo's like, oh, I'm leaving, and there's only a few destinations. Like, there was only really New York or Brooklyn. Brooklyn, yeah. So it's like, that that fucked his trade value, but I think um, Kawhi will still uh, fetch a pretty penny. There's a lot of stuff in the last week that I'm reading about Kawhi going to Boston. I'm just like, oh, please don't. Yeah, I know. That would, that would suck. And it would yeah. kind of... I just... I hate seeing these super teams. and like I do as well. Even though... Boston has kind of created one by trading for Kyrie and signing Gordon. Everyone else on their team, that, like that they're smart. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And Boston, oh, sorry, not Boston. Um, Philly's done it as well through mm. the draft. Like mm. even though they had to win a combined thirty games in five years, yeah. and tank the shit out of it. But still, it, it does. It feels a bit tainted if they build a like a super team just for yeah, signing. I them. agree. I think. I think um, with. The Celtics, the reason it doesn't feel so bad is because they traded for Kyrie. Like, yeah. They gave up a fair bit. They gave up this potential number one draft pick and an all-star. When they gave Kyrie. it up, I was like, oh, we might have just fleeced Boston. But Well, if if Isaiah didn't do what Isaiah did, you would have. But even if he'd come out as half the Isaiah yeah. Thomas win, you would I think that, that might emerge as a win-win for both teams, I think. Probably. that The draft pick was really the prize. Like, yeah. Isaiah was a nice... Like extra. Well, those pieces, even though the pieces that we got in the other, like around the trade deadline, aren't playing. Those guys we got from Boston allowed us to make those other moves. So, and you know, if LeBron does up and leave, then at least we've got Kevin Love and Rodney Hood. Mm. And like I've said before, a number of times, those guys need the ball in their hand. So, um, if LeBron leaves, then you know they could still be good contributors. But. Enough about the East. Let's uh, transition out west. Yeah, that's a lot really of people good. are calling this the real NBA Finals. Yeah, it very well could be. Although, if, if we end up seeing the Warriors versus LeBron, then that's the real NBA Finals because yes, that's so intriguing. But if it if it turned out to be not Warriors Cats, then probably is. Let's be honest. Um, it's going to be a real, real wild game, wild seven games. I think out there. I think that's going to go to seven as well. Yeah. It's um, going to be a wild seven, and boy, it's going to be a lot of fun. Like, um, yeah, I'm really excited that there's just one game of basketball in every night now because I seem well, seem to just gaps. yeah, there's it's a few actually day gaps actually. There's a big. Sucks. It's weird. The Cavs play Sunday, like today, and then I think they play Tuesday, yeah. and then after that they've got like four days off yeah. or something. I it's mean, so I guess that it does whatever. slow right down this time of the year, and they yeah. need it. Let's be honest. The Bulls well, played. Nine straight finals. I'm not complaining because it's help. It'll help the Cavs if LeBron can get yeah, more rest. But yeah, I suck. think, yeah. I think, um, just having one game a day or like roughly one game a day or whatever, um, we'll be able to like tune in and not miss any of the action. So yeah, yeah. that series I think is going to go to seven. I think the Dubs will pull it out in seven. What do you reckon? I think the Dubs will pull it out. That's that is a real coin flipper out there for me. Yeah, um, really depends on which Capella we see. Um, as well as how Chris Paul goes against Curry and how Curry is looking. Like, yeah. 
if he's fully he looked, back, he looked awesome against uh, yeah. the Pels in his like in the last game. Like yeah. he had he top scored. Yeah. I think he only played like thirty two minutes or something. Had twenty eight points, something nuts. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if we see like the real Curry goal, yeah. against Chris Paul. What a matchup, first of all. Um, I feel like Chris Paul's got something to prove against Curry a little bit, like because absolutely, <laughs> just yeah. like a few. There's a few like classic highlights of Curry just murdering Chris Paul. Paul. Yeah, that's a good call. Yeah, actually, I haven't even thought about it. Yeah, it doesn't go the other way. So, yeah. and especially because Curry, it's sort of the Curry Westbrook, maybe one other point guard who are in that best point guard conversation. Chris Paul's sort of almost fallen out of it. Yeah, I just kind of yeah keep it held him from being in the re- really in the conversation at the moment. That's a fair the point. All star game too. I feel like Chris Paul, and he's never done well in the playoffs. So this might be the uh, first time he's made the conference finals. And he said, "I all, thought he got it against the Spurs." Nah. Then he set all sorts of records for like the most games played yeah. before reaching the conference finals, most points scored, all, all yeah. this crap. Yeah, um, he's not a he's not a noted winner. So got transitioning into um, a question that's quite interesting when I was writing the article I said I was trying to figure out where Chris Paul is ranked in the NBA yeah. as a best oh, player right type now. of thing okay. so what I said I've got the article up in front of me and I kind of um, let me make sure I don't stuff this up so yeah I was talking about how he played really well um, against Utah and like do you see that game five is that one no I'm he had 41 10 7 boards and hit eight threes but he had zero turnovers yeah yeah because okay. like easily his best playoff game anyway um, I was talking about how important the other pieces are, and I was like, even though Houston might have two of the best twelve to thirteen, like thirteen players in the league, so mm-hmm. I probably think I've got Chris Paul just above that fifteen mark. Yeah, that's a yeah. But it's interesting. I would have to really, yeah, I'd have to see them all in front of me. One one Sunday sit down. Fifteen. I, I reckon at the end of the year, like once the finals are wrapped up, one Sunday we'll sit down and we'll just talk. All right. Who do we have as like the best players in the league going yeah. into next year? Yeah, right. But yeah, top twenty. Counts. It's funny because like if you put him around that 12, 13 mark, you're like, oh yeah, he'll be one of the better point guards in the league. But it's he's probably so not in the top deep. three, and you could argue it's a point guard. guards league. It is. You're right. Except for that LeBron bloke, but yeah, it really is a point guards league. But I'm, I so am looking forward to seeing how he comes out. He yeah. probably will dud it up. Let's be honest. He's, I'm going to go from history. I've I've but, got uh, I've got a good. He'll probably lay an egg in one or two games. Yeah. But I have a hunch that he'll be amazing. I hope I so. I, I hope, hope he is. I, I've always liked. Be really good for his reputation if he doesn't lay an egg here. If he and Harden shit the bed now. Yeah. God, Harden, be, Harden Harden's gone all right though in the playoffs, hasn't he? Yeah, he's been a bit. Sp- he had a night where he shot like two of eighteen in the first round or something like that. But you no, know, it's just a. A giveaway first round match. Houston have kind of been able to just play, I don't know, at eighty yeah. percent and win and get to where they are now. So it's pretty good. It's pretty yeah. hard. And, like, they, and that's the thing. LeBron has had to go absolutely one hundred percent it. Well, so that's why James, James and the, or the West, the two West teams are going to be cruising. Yeah, and these Boston Cavs teams are going to be gassed. So it's, yeah, that'll right. be fun to watch. Like. Especially in the finals. But if there's one bloke, it's well, actually there's two blokes I trust. It's LeBron James and uh, Brad Stevens. So. Yeah, I really don't want this LeBron James bloke to go um, from Cleveland. But if he does, it's okay because we've got a Brooklyn's valuable draft pick, yeah. which currently, um, from memory, I think it's sitting. Yeah, we're eighth. Yeah. Um, so. So that's a very winnable position in a lot lottery of nights on Tuesday. At the moment, Phoenix have the best odds to. Get the top seed. Um, the Nuggets have the worst odds, but hey, 
Never say never. Stranger things have happened. Have you you dug much into the prospects or um, like who Denver could get at around 14 March uh, or not really yet? A, a little bit during uh, March Madness. Yes. And I've, I listened to you, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know who I want. Yep. But um, not, a, not a huge deep dive. It would be interesting to see if a few of the blokes you think Bridges would be nice. Either of the Bridges actually would yeah, be quite I, nice. I have a hunch they'll both probably be top like 12 dudes. Yeah, but yeah, one of those slides and that's a fancy. That'd be a good get. Yeah, the way it's going, we might just end up with Mar- Marvin Bagley at 14, mate. <laughs> he's I, sliding so quickly. <laughs> he's crazy. Of, I don't get it. He's a gun. Yeah. Um, it's funny. I wrote an article last... Oh, let me get my days right. I think it was last Monday. Yeah. Maybe Tuesday. And it was why is everyone sleeping on Bagley? Mm. And I'll be honest, as I was writing the article, I was like, ah, oh, maybe everyone's not sleeping on him as much as I thought. But still, sure. what I said was he's not in the conversation for the number one pick. And yeah. he was probably the best player in college last year. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like, Trey Young had... Couple. Yeah, Trey Young had two months where he went bananas, but his team nearly didn't have a winning record. Bagley averaged 20 and 11 for the whole year. Yeah. Balled out. He, everyone reckons he's got a bit of an um, inconsistent jumper and he's not great defensively, but... Like you said, unless they've got a broken jump shot, yeah. then um, usually nine times out of ten, they figure out a way to make it work. Yeah, that's right. I think, um, yeah, I, I, I see a lot of value in... You, people tend to, tend to avoid those players who were, like, really great in college for the, you know, the high, high ceiling guys. But there's just as many blokes who were killers in college. Yeah. Like, here's, here's a, two great examples for you. Kemba Walker, all-star. Yep. And he was great in college. Yeah. So if you got a Kemba Walker with the number three or four pick, would you be upset? Like you'd be like, that's actually worked out well. Kawhi Leonard, he was like averaging twenty five per game in college. Like if if and he he sort of I know he's not the same position, but he kind of reminds me of a Kawhi Leonard mold, especially if he goes to the right team. Who Bagley? Bagley. Like I know that he's not the same player at all, but okay. he just reminds me of him in the way that like. They, they were at great programs, had done well, but have just been slept on because, like, oh, I don't think they're they're sleeping on Bagley that much. Like, he'll be, a, he'll probably be like the fourth pick. Well, I was like 15. Yeah, I know, but it's just, I see a lot of similarities and I always see these, like, great players being overlooked and then they go 15 or 20. Not that I if think Bagley, he'll slip that much. If Bagley goes outside of pick five, I'll be shocked. Yeah, like, I'll be no, I'm not saying him. he's going to slip, but it's just another great player being overlooked for these like, like you know another ashamed for beat and things like that you know Jaron Jackson uh, everyone yeah there's, there's one you're just like puzzled about right? well I could totally understand why he's appealing and he yeah I don't to be honest I don't really know how I feel about Jaron Jackson and mm. part of it is because he because he wasn't as big a name I haven't watched a hell of a lot about him yeah um, I've tried to I will dig into, like, once the NBA season finishes, I'm going to go balls to the walls against, like, just really diving into these draft prospects. But Jaron Jackson's just someone that, he just reminds me a bit of, like, Al Horford. I'm like, yeah, he's fine. Yeah. And he'll, he's a bit more of an athletic Al Horford, I should say. Mm. And, Al you know, Horford was athletic when he was younger. Yeah. And, like, he'll get you, he'll average 15, 9, and 2 blocks for his career and make a couple of all-star teams. But I'm like, is that what you want with, like, the third pick? Well, it... A surefire three or four time All Stars. Like, yeah, that's that's exactly what happened in Al Horford's draft. Like there was better players below him. Yeah, but they were just like, you know what? Like he's a he's a surefire great player. 
he's the absolute. He's a player that's going to be the best. I guess. I guess it'll kind of depend on who is picking it around that mark. Because if you're someone like Sacramento, then you might just be like, listen. We've been so bad for mm. so long. Let's just get this guy who we know is going to at least be pretty good for a while. <laughs> that's a, yeah, well, that's they got, a tough one. There you go. Al Horford was third behind KD and yeah. Gio. Yeah. And then right. Conley, Jeff Green, Jan Gilan. Remember him? Yeah. I, that was a, I really liked that draft. That's when I first started following drafts really closely. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And then it was the Rose Beasley the next year. So yeah. It was a good few drafts. I've never really, like, really dived draft. straight into drafts heaps until kind of LeBron left, I guess. Oh, Obviously, nice. I didn't really have any reason to. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, speaking of LeBron, uh, you asked me a very interesting question the other day about who you'd take if you had the number one pick to draft anyone all time. LeBron would yeah. be uh, high up on the list. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, is that... Re- Sorry, I might have reworded a bit wrong. Is yeah, that, no, is that's that what right. you said? So it's like if you had the number one draft pick in a... Total fantasy restart and all historic players are available. Yeah. Who would you take with the number one draft pick overall? To play in today's To NBA. build your your new fantasy, um, not league, but... Well, not fan, franchise not fa- fantasy, but you're like... You're, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, but it is a fantasy that we're sure. talking about. I'm with you, yeah. Uh, who would you choose? Look, uh, it's, it's an interesting question and mm-hmm. part of it... Part of me would be like, maybe I would just take Wilt because of how offensively dominant he is. Yeah. And of course, and how... I should add the caveat that it's like this, their stats kind of will just ply over to, to that. Yeah, so everyone would be like, oh, Bill Russell's too slow to yeah. play because he played in the 60s. But, but yeah, actually, he'd, he'd, he'd be a 2018 version of yes. Bill Russell. Yeah, whatever. pretty much. Yeah. Um, look, I, it's a very boring and vanilla answer, but I'd probably go with MJ just Michael. because I think he'd be able to perform well enough on the defensive end to neutralise um, whoever else he was going up against. And he's just like, you know, because there's so much talent at the guard spot. Yeah. And he's just so talent offensive, talented offensively that I think his game in today's NBA, like he would, if he was playing in today's NBA, he'd have a much better three-point shot. Yeah. But he'd still have all those post fades and all those, he'd be able to get to the rack. Mm. And he just, he seemed, this is weird. Jordan seemed to never do it very fast. He always just seemed poised and controlled. And I reckon if you just give him the ball in the half court, he'd do something kind of like what James Harden's doing this year. Wouldn't yeah. have as many assists, but he would just he like, make the right play. He might, yeah. You never know. But yeah, it's interesting. Although I did love who you said you'd make your pick. So Yeah, so I would go Shaq. Um, just because I don't think there's anyone historically even who could stop him. Like in today's NBA, sure he's not the shooter, but... He demands so much attention that, like, he would probably pick up seven assists a game because he'd be getting triple teamed. And, like, he would, even though he they, you could just hack a Shaq, like, he would end up shooting 40 free throws a game. Shaq's NBA career is, like, the equivalent of going to college and being like, well, I could try really, really hard and, like, get an A, but I'm just going to get a B plus and just have the best time. Yeah, you I know guess what I mean? like, he still won five chips. Yeah, I know. He had, a, he had an amazing career, but he just seemed to like... It's like going to Harvard and doing that, maybe, then. He yeah, tried, He seemed to almost like just give like 80% fucks, and the rest of the time he was just like, yeah. well, I'm in the NBA, I'm going to... like. Is it, yeah. Have you read his book? No, I haven't. Very good read. He's a real smart man, and yeah. he talks about all these business ventures he went on throughout his career and how it unfolded. Yeah. But yeah, he, he could probably have been the greatest of all time if he... Just devoted Probably. 20 years to doing it. And it, yeah, he, he got a bit hacked by injuries at the end as well. Yeah. Like he sort of he sort of 
just had that slow. And he was, a, you know, he's just such a big man that it was always. Yeah, it was going to happen. But I similar think, to Yao Ming, like I mean, imagine he just got broken down. Obviously, different, different style, different same, style, and though, but you know what I mean. They're both just so massive that yeah. an injury was always going to derail yeah. their career. Well, like, imagine with Shaq with LeBron's uh, training staff, you know, mm. it, it, and imagine with like the modern technology. Yeah. I um, was thinking like about recovery that methods other, and stuff. I was thinking about that the other day. I know it's a bit of a tangent, and we're back to LeBron again. But I was thinking about LeBron. I was like, he could play. He could his decline could start at forty because he's just literally for his whole twenty years or however long he's been playing, yeah. 13, 14, He's just taken taken such good care of his body that maybe genetically plus the way he's looked after his body, he does have the body of a twenty nine year old right now. You know, like, yeah. and he maybe could just. Like his decline when he, might start when he hits 40. forty, technically he'll have the body of a thirty-five year old or something. Yeah, yeah, maybe. And like maybe he'll go till he's forty-five, fifty. And I know that's ridiculous, but there's no reason the way he's going. There's no reason he couldn't. Like I don't want to if he stays in up healthy. I don't want to talk about this until the NBA Finals, but just give me a quick two sentences. If LeBron wins a chip this this year, where does that put him up against Jordan? Second, yeah, um, probably an almost unsurmountable now. Um, I, I, but I've said it before. I think he's the the best basketball player ever. But I would still, I think Michael's the greatest player ever. I think LeBron is the best at doing basketball that planet's ever seen. But Jordan had the greatest career. Yeah, we'll ever like if you add up everything that Jordan did, like because of course you look at the overall impact of a player. LeBron had, is a better player, but Jordan had a better career. Yes. That's a very interesting way to look at yeah. it. And I still think like skill-wise at their peak, they're about equal. But if you look at body of work, LeBron's the better basketball That's an interesting player. one. If you talk about like who's the best basketball player, maybe not had the best career, the lists kind of change a little bit. A little bit. Like Kobe kind of isn't really on my radar, if that's the question. Like Magic, guys like Magic Johnson would be right up there for me. Yeah. 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 Oh, if we're just talking career or like total impact. No, because no, no, no. AI jumps way higher. Yeah. Because of the, like the way he changed basketball. Yeah. And you know what? We'll yeah. store this question. We'll, and we'll, that, we'll devote an entire podcast to doing this. That can go for a long time. That one. Yeah. Um, nice. So fingers crossed. Tuesday night rolls around and we can uh, have our first and second pick. You know, you can have the first pick. The Nuggets can have the first Thank pick, you. and the Cavs can have the second. I appreciate that. Yeah, the first pick. Who you take? Uh, for the Nuggets, for the not nuggets. necessarily the best guy. But. Oh God, um, I I love Porter Junior. Uh, Michael Porter Junior. Yeah. That's his name. Yep. <laughs> yeah, just sounded wrong out of off the tongue. No, um, you're good. He would be very close to my number one. Uh, although uh, Aiton would be nice next to Jokic, Jesus, and like be, it, cha- it'd it almost be like David Robinson, Tim Duncan. Yeah. Pairing, yeah, but but well, Jokic should be a better passing version of Tim Duncan, and also versatile. it's like one is one is the offensive pillar, one is the defensive pillar. Whereas yeah. both of those were kind of they had a bit of both. Um, so yeah, it would probably Aiton or Michael Porter for me. Yeah, and like I think, honestly, let's be and I, I like the Nuggets backcourt, but a bit of Trey Young could never go awry on any team. Honestly. That's true. I think the Cavs will probably end up with Trey Young or some, you know, a Trey yep. Young type yep. because makes sense. You know, I think regardless if LeBron stays or goes, we need a point guard. George Hill is not the long term answer. Like yeah. it's just it's not working. So, yep. yep. Fingers crossed. Uh, this time next week, we're both sitting here with a higher lottery pick. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? 
Um, yeah, well, it's definitely not going to happen for me, but you, I, you'll be looking all right. Never know. Never say never. Never know. Denver's never moved up in the draft. So Speaking of moving up, uh, the Eagles, another big W, yep. still can't uh, claim know. top rung. Oh, Pesky right. Tigers, well, who next week. you have this week. Yeah, it's a that's going to be game. a barn burner. It's funny though, It's it, you sort of come into it and you're like, oh, it's a huge game in the context of the season, but it doesn't feel like a massive game yet. Probably because it's early. Yeah. Because I think a lot of people are like, oh, West Coast still haven't gone up against the real quality sides. And well, that's why I wrote about the Coasters two weeks ago yeah. and heading into um, the next five weeks, you were, I think, second still on the table, but you were playing everyone else who was in the top five. Yeah. And so far, you, so top, far, so good. you beat Port, you beat the Giants, yeah. and now you've got the Tiggies, I think, and then Hawthorne after that. So yeah. it'll be interesting. If we you emerged 4-0 oh out of that. I know. If we get through the, the Tigers, though, I think Hawthorne's no worries. And I tell you what, mate, they're playing like, like a premiership Top four side, you know, like it's hard to argue. Um, especially with the outs, Shui out, Nanui out, Jetta out, like important players yeah. in the way we play, and just it's really been next man up. And I've I've said this a lot, and I'm probably going to harp on about it. Yeah, but I genuinely think Adam Simpson has has some new defensive scheme. The yeah. way that we had it in was it 15? We went to the grand final. Was yes. Yeah. yeah. So the way we kind of revolutionised. Defense then with all our key defenders going, so we had to do that blankety defense. I think he's done something similar this year. Yeah, okay. something new because when the ball hits the ground in the forward line, it's just within one people. second, yeah, there's three or four people. I don't know how he's done it. It's, it's genius. So, yeah, we're looking good. I'm looking forward to seeing West Coast go up against the Tigers and Dusty and be huge Alex Ranch, JK, or you know, like huge matchups around the board. Dusty yeah. hasn't looked amazing, hasn't, but he, he's a big game player, remember? He is, so, yeah. And he, let's be honest, there haven't been many big games for the Tigers because they've just coasted through so far. Kind of have, yeah. Yeah, the, he hasn't need to, so he hasn't. He's just so he's a bit like Shaq, let's be honest. Yeah. He only does it when he needs to. Now, nah, Dave just, Swan's the uh, the AFL version of Shaq. He yeah, probably. Like, he still no, had a great think, career, but he, was, he, just gave, he just didn't give a fuck. I think Dusty will finish up above on Swanee on so the whole time list. Probably. So, yeah. But, um, um, yeah, it's going to be a cracker. Who cracker do you think sport. is the greatest AFL player? Gary Allen, I think. Junior? Junior. Yeah, I think so. He's done. He's got the longevity, the brown lows, the premierships. I really want to see him just play period of dominance as well. Like not like popping up here and there yeah. for brown lows. It's kind of the way Judd did in a weird way. Yeah. Um, Ablett's just. I kind of want to see him. Um, him or Buddy's got to be close. Yeah, it's he's closing in anyway. Lee Matthews and all that. Like, there's yeah. a couple of legends like that. Yeah, they might be sweating a bit. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. um. Oh, uh, yeah, I'd probably have to agree with Gary. I'd love to see him just play forward and kick, like, 50 snaps. Yeah, do a bit of a bit of a Robbie Gray kind of Yeah, thing. that'd be nuts. Yeah, and he could do it. In fact, I reckon he might for the next couple of years. I thought he'd do he it this it. year, but... He still might. He's still, still got a bit of a... Uh, He's probably in the bit gut. Of energy. Yeah, and, and almost out of necessity in the guts, because, like, there's um, Selwood and bloody Danger, and then... It, there's a big drop. Well, they've been putting... No, they've got Mitch Duncan. Like there's, oh, yeah, forget about Mitch Duncan. They're stacked. I know, Scott, but, Scotty Selwood as the tagger. But that's the thing. Like, it's the Selwoods and um, Guthries and even Kelly this year who I'm just like... They're just... Compared to Ablett, you're like, well, let's put the gun in rather yeah. than him up forward. He was going to... Yeah, anyway. You'd say the same thing, but instead they're playing Patrick Dangerfield as a fucking full forward, so... 
Yeah, bad for your dream team, but it's... It's alright, he's going to get forward status in round 12, and I'm going to be licking my lips. Well, exactly, that's the thing, you've got you to look at it that way. He, he'd probably kick three goals a game if he's, if he's on. You know? He scored 100 in the last two weeks, so I can't really be mad. Did he get 100? Yeah, game, did he? 106 he had oh. against the Dons, and then the week before he had 109 against oh, the Giants. He had a bad so. one the week before. Was it the week before the week before? Yeah, the oh. week I traded him in. Oh, I thought that was last week. I'm, yeah, they all blur into one at this point. They do. It's, it's very interesting. Have you um, gone back and looked at your first team that you had? No, I haven't. I have. It's very interesting to see the differences I've made. Would, yeah, mine would be way different. But, you know, there's still the pillars who I've kept through and through. How is your dream team looking, mate? I, I looked at uh, it the, this morning before it, the app had updated. So it, it said like 1,700 and something. I was like, oh, my God. That is like the worst thing I've seen. You got really burnt by Pendlebury being a laid out as Pendlebury well. Pendlebury the laid out. Because I would have chopped him out. Like I would have gone him to someone in the, you know. That's oh, the worst. Orco, probably. Honestly, I would have That's the worst thing about the Saturday teams is you can just get. Ah, oh, sorry. The Sundays because you can just get so screwed over. It's like some people would have got. I don't understand why they. There's just no need to do it. And Pendlebury was under a cloud all week. Yeah. So just name him out. Like, and they named him on the ball, so you were like, oh, yeah. He's, def- yeah, he's, he's playing, on the field. He's nope. definitely playing. Yeah. But Chera had 60, so I only lost 50-odd points. But Yeah. What did you finish on? Um, it was mid-19s again, unfortunately. I still can't get the two. I thought I was well on track, and then a few things went wrong, like that Pendles thing, and um, just, you know, Seedsman stunk it up for me in the back line, which, yeah. let's be honest, my back line is pus. Um, but, yeah, it was a, a solid week. As, as a whole. I'm I was in a stuck now though because I've got not much money. Yep. So I'm probably going to have to unfortunately do a double down. I don't mind doing a double down. I don't it's, mind. It's it. on the cards for me as well this week. Yeah. I scored about the same in the mid-19s. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't get the two in the end. Nah. No. And, well, I'll, I I, it was always gonna not going to happen because everyone just can't go massive. They have 100, between 100 and 110 like my big dogs and that's it. Like, yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven guys scored a hundred, yeah. and only one of them scored over one hundred and ten. Yeah. yeah, sorry, two, but one's got one hundred and eleven. Yeah, so yeah, and then guys like Zach Merritt, Bryce Gibbs, they're just killing me, eh? Yeah, Sam Jacobs. Like I can accept Spargo and um, Duday and Finlayson having a shit game because yeah. they're young cats, but yeah, um. Yet to piece it all together. Is yeah, the best way to word it. I think I'm close. I, I I hamstrung myself from the start with some just some genuine dud picks. Yeah, like you just got to start strong. I think that's the the key. And I'm I'm actually pretty confident of how I'm structuring my team ready for the buys though. Yeah, I'm yep. starting like I've been looking at it. That's where you can make your move. I've been looking at it for all of last week and this week. Just like what moves can I make? over the next three to four weeks yep. to set me up before round 12, or actually four weeks before round 12 starts. Yep. We get three trades a week then, but yeah. still, um, yeah, I'm starting to just play around with my structure and I'm hoping that during the buys, if I do this, I'm able to just jump like a ten to 15,000 yeah. spots, which well, isn't out of the question. Yeah, there's a lot of people in front of you who won't be thinking about it as much. There's certainly a lot of people in front of me um, yeah. who won't be thinking about buy structure at all. Yeah. So. And like, I moved up in rank this week. Yeah, I got Toby McLean. He's going to be a player for the whole season now, mm-hmm. probably. Um, all my guys, you know, played solid. Like no one, with the exception of Spargo, who I traded in. But I did. I think I called him in our trade thing. I was like, it wouldn't surprise me if he had an average game. But yeah. 
you know, he's there just to generate a bit of dough. Yeah. Yeah. yeah everyone was fine. So and he, he'll probably, he's, he sort of seems like a safe player in that, that he won't get dropped that easily. Yeah. You know, I'm glad that Andy Brayshaw um, put it together. We watched the Saints Frio game, yep. which was very interesting as well because the Dockers flew out to like a 40 point lead early mm. and I was like, early in the second, uh, third quarter and I was like, here we go. Mm. And then they conceded like five goals no, straight. Even, wasn't it you were way up in the first and then in the second they brought it back? No, it was the third quarter that they steamrolled us. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. Because um, that was when I was on the phone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, sort of. Anyway. Yeah, I was very impressed with Brayshaw. I, I loved his um, tackling intensity. I, it's some of the best I'd seen in, honestly, years. Like, it, he was fantastic. Although I did keep getting him mixed up with Adam Chera because they look very similar. They even, do. Even and they both, they the both got similar, similar numbers. Yeah, yeah I was so, going to say that. But yeah, he, he looked awesome. Um, well, that's kind of why they drafted him so high is because he just had... You know, and in the preseason, he looked like a tackling machine. He yeah. had six against the Saints, six against Richmond the week before. Yeah. There's only one game where he's had less than four. So he's good for you know, a handful of tackles. But it was good to see him actually getting on the end of some footy as well. He had yeah. 18 touches. Oh, nice. It's a, like a career high, which isn't amazing. But I think he'd, he'd been hovering around that 12, yep. 14 touches mark. So I think in the early in the fourth quarter when the game was still kind of up for grabs he had a, uh, a nice little purple yeah. patch It'd be nice pun if, intended so yeah yeah it'd be nice if he could develop in the way that Dom Sheed has and even a little bit Liam Duggan like yeah. Duggan's obviously a little bit behind Sheed but if he could and over the next three years become you know I think Dom Sheed's third year player maybe maybe four oh, I think he's four three or four but you know it's time for him to almost be the star and he almost is like he's on track yeah, I was hunched Sheed's even, like, the last year might have been his fourth year. But anyway, I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Um, have you even considered what your trades are going to be like this week? Uh, I Because my money situation is so tight, yeah. and Pendlebury's, who knows, I will just give it a little bit of time. Good news is, though, that, and thanks to old El Mac for this, if you listen, <laughs> yeah. is that Lukey McDonald actually was good for me. Because he was probably the bloke in my team that I... You're like Achilles' heel. Looking at it and thinking like he's you're the next to go. Yeah. Um, put you down into my midfield, bring in Fife. Yep. But um, he actually played well, so I can address another issue for a bit. Like it's just like he's, there's been a plug put in the sinking ship. Yeah, I could for a little bit. I could and very well might go Bryce Gibbs to Jack McRae. I think you should go anyone you have to McRae, even if you go Mitchell to McRae at this point. I a lot of people are talking about trading Mitchell because he, you know, he's stunk it up a bit. Oh, but well, but the the double downgrade would set me up well. Um, I'm very wary coming that, into the buys and not next week, but the week after. I have to get Tom Rockliffe. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to bring him in before his buy, even though he's got Gold Coast yeah, this week and him. a lowish break even. He'll still be below six hundred grand, mm. and he'll be perfect. Like, um, I might even sacrifice Tim Kelly if I have to. Yeah. Um, who I would rather keep in my midfield for as long as possible. But, yeah. you know, his break even 68 this week. Yeah, okay. So if he, you know, has another nice 80-odd. Got, he's got Essendon, Carlton, Gold Coast. So That's Timmy? Yeah. Yeah, wow. Okay. So I might let him just have those couple of games and then bang, yeah. go straight to Rocky. I'm definitely bringing in Zorro. Oh, sorry. Before he plays 
Gold Coast. Yeah, I'd have yeah, to do that. I know. Yeah, anyway, sorry. I'm, I'm definitely going to bring in Zorko as soon as round 12 is gone. Because he's, he's, yeah, he's with the West Coast buy, so he's coming oh, straight I in. I didn't know the Lions had the standbys. Pretty sure it's them plus Carlton and the Dog. And Hawthorne. Hawthorne's got the 12. Well, right? you know, I could actually be wrong on that. I'm sure, I was sure that they were in that first one with us. But if not, I'll bring him straight in after because I love the look. They got the round 13 boy. Oh, okay, go on. How did I get that wrong? Anyway, um, I've loved the look of him lately. I might have bring him before his bike, if I'm being honest. Well, round 13 still four games yeah, away. That's, from, a, that's, so, a, you know, that's, that's a long a time. And I did say last week, I was like, it's kind of now or never to get Zorko. But, yeah, um, yeah he's, he's very high on my radar. Radar. As well as five. He went up like 30-odd K, but he's still, yeah, priced at about 600 grand, yeah. so... Yeah, get him, get him before he, he blows up, I reckon. He's going to he, be... He's a straight swap for Luke Parker, almost. He's going to be one of the most popular traded-in players this week, yeah. bar none, I reckon. Yeah. And he, he's kicking goals. Yeah, he's, he's looking good. I'm still not sold on him as like a genuine, total elite player, but fantasy-wise, he's, he's the man, so... Good point. Mm. True. Alrighty, so that pretty much... Um, I'm still looking at my dream team trying to figure out what I'm doing. But I think I'll take a um, similar strategy to you, wait for the teams. That wraps up our footy side of it. There's not a not a hell of a, lot, hell of a lot left to cover on the Sunday sit-down. I'm pretty excited for this Cavs game in a couple of hours. You, you were saying you've got a few uh, big big articles coming up, quite interesting. Yeah, I'm just... Interesting on the horizon. I'm planning my week. I try to get into the habit on Sunday of just to smash out... Um, or at least plan what articles I'm going to smash yeah, out next week. Um, yeah, so I'm going to. I'm not sure if I'll do both this week, or maybe I'll do one next week. But I'm going to do a bit of an update on the AFL free agents, yep. so the guys who uh, could potentially leave your club at the it's end of the year. In, it's the McGovern thing for West Coast is very interesting. So. Yeah, and it's been all quiet on the gaff front. He's a restricted free agent. Yeah, as I well. think they're not too worried about him because he is restricted. Yeah. They'll just match. That's well, I don't know if it, I don't know if it works the same way like that. With yeah, as, yeah, you're probably uh, right. As NBA, I'd have to do a bit of crunching into yeah. it. But I'm also looking at doing um, the AFL coaching hot seat, like seeing which coaches. Because mm. I was adamant early in the year that um, the Saints would lose like four or five in a row and Richardson would get fired. Yeah, Actually, how are they going? I've got very little bearing on Thank the Saints. Thank you, they're yeah. not doing great, mate. Yeah, they're like two and six or something like that. Um, all I know is they're like in the bottom three right. okay. in the ladder. Well, they're like 16 Still under the pump? Yeah, so I did say that after... Because they had a couple of tough games, mm. and I was like, they're going to get screwed in these games. But then I also said after those games, they've got some games against teams that aren't the bottom of the... Like, but like, like Collingwood Frio. and Frio, yeah. you know, some pesky teams. And if they lose them, I was like, well, that's when mm. Richo will get canned. So, yeah, they got Collingwood next week. Brendan and I, Bolton just quietly is probably moving into that territory because yeah. he just hasn't progressed them at all. But yeah. that's it. You know, they got... um. Yeah, Saints have got Collingwood next week and then the Tigers the week after that. So yeah, if, you, if, they, if he drops that Collingwood game, that could be the one. They're one right? and six with a draw at the moment. Wow. So, so yeah, I could... Wow. wow. I could not... Could uh, do that. And then, yeah, like I said, I'm going to talk about my player rankings who needs to win the lottery the most. And French Open starts uh, a week from today. Ugh. So I'm going to uh, do a little bit of a no, write up on the... No... Uh, no surprise who's probably the number one in the uh, the betting for that one. Oh, I don't know. I reckon the Djokovic. Um, <laughs> Djokovic, Andy the Murray. Jo- the the Joker. Joker. The Joker. Yeah. yeah. Djokovic, Andy. No, nah, it'll be a Thomas Burditch, Nick Kyrgios yeah. final. Yeah. Roundich or something. Yeah, so yeah, I'm going to uh, dive into that a bit. Um, of course, it would not be a sit-down if we didn't give some 
shout-outs and birthday well wishes. So, the worm Dennis Rodman. How old? You might have seen this I already. Saw it on no, okay. Sorry. 57. <laughs> 57, the worm is. That surprised me. But yeah, it he, makes sense. But yeah, you kind of forget that he was a little bit more of an 80s guy than... Because you think of him 90s on the Bulls, but he actually was he was floating around on those bad boy pistons and stuff, you know? Yeah. It'd be very interesting uh, to see. He, he could be the type of person that would just like, oh, yeah, open my news feed, check out Twitter. Oh, Dennis Rodman's been arrested. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, Dennis Rodman's, you know, gone missing. Or... He's done something crazy. He's he's probably the craziest NBA player of all time. Yeah. No, I was, it's funny. You should look, do an all-time. I was looking for a photo to use to wish him happy birthday, and all of them would. I was like, oh, I don't want to use that photo. He looks like a meth dealing yeah. serial killer the one where he's on Colbert with the King oh. Jong-un shirt that is so funny he's a he's a character that's for sure um, but yeah happy birthday to the worm um, I've gone backwards but I have to give Tony Hawk happy birthday it was his 50th oh, birthday yesterday lord what a an champion. icon of our uh, childhood we actually got a bit of skateboarding uh, YouTube last night we did yeah we a, bit of, a bit of Chris Chan that was nice fantastic yeah. um, shout out to Chris Chan you listen to Chan Absolutely. Shout out to Pusha T as well, his oh, birthday today. Yeah. Always been a big fan of Pusha. Yeah, never never like a huge commercially successful guy though. And you can totally understand why. Yeah, Makes absolutely. Sense. Good rapper though. Love it. Great rapper. Um, and tomorrow, tomorrow, technically it might be now in Australia, but tomorrow our time is Gary Ablett's birthday, the junior. Oh, so happy birthday to, to the goat. To the goat, technically. Yeah. Just our, uh, our little chat there. Um, thanks for tuning in, fans. Quick uh, final shout out. I'm going to give a shout out to Brita because we bought a, a water filter yesterday and it tastes so much better than water out yeah. of the tap. Well, we, we're on the 69th floor, so there's a lot of pipes that the water has to go through to get to us. So it's understandable that it's not the, the greatest water. The greatest grade. But thank, thank you, Brita. Yeah, keeping uh, keeping the Sports by Fry podcasts uh, well and truly alive. Yeah. Wraps up the Sunday sit-down. Thanks for tuning in, fans. Uh, make sure you give a... Like new likes on. I have no idea. This iTunes is, talk. I, this, I should really know this. <laughs> I just sit down, speak about shit randomly, and subscribe then... and give us five stars. Um, we did our video of us doing our trades last week um, on YouTube and released that in podcast form as well. So we'll do that again on Thursday. Be sure to get around that. that Fingers good. crossed. We don't have work Thursday night. We still don't know. It's eleven thirteen on a mm. Sunday morning, and we have no idea what we're doing for work next week. Don't like the odds. Hopefully, way. we both have. Which would you rather? Not have work on Tuesday, so we can do the draft lottery live, or Thursdays so we can do I the like trades. The trades, because we need to do that anyway. So. Yeah, good call. But yes, as you heard, Tuesday will also be uh, going live. One of us, maybe because uh, the other one will be working, but at least one of us doing the uh, NBA draft lottery. Um, once again, thanks for tuning in. Check out sportsbyfry.com for all my uh, fantastic articles over the next week. Until next time, peace.